Welcome to the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am Allison Katzkowski, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in to check out exactly what we're talking about. Self-care means so many things to people. It's one of the reasons I decided to start this show. And you'll hear self-care discussed from a number of different angles in this space. I am grateful to have you with me, and I hope you get a lot out of what I'm going to share with you today. Hey, everybody. It's Allison Katzkowski. Thank you so much for joining me today for another edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. Um, I am so excited that you are that you always choose to spend part of your Tuesday morning with me, and I hope that you'll find incredible value in what we're going to be talking about today. Today, my guest is Rory Ray. She is a relationship expert. We're going to be talking about relationship dynamics in the workplace and at home and in how you conduct yourself and your life. Um, there's just going to be so many golden nuggets here. You de- you definitely are going to want to want to be checking out this episode and maybe bookmarking it as a favorite. So. Um, she comes to us from St. Louis. We were able to connect online, and I'm just excited that you're here today. Thank you so much for joining me. Oh, Allison, thank you. I think you're fabulous, and I'm really happy to be here. My pleasure. So, um, so do me a favor, and in just a few minutes or less, please just introduce yourself. I know you're you do so many amazing things, but just um, introduce yourself if you would for my audience. Very sweet. Well, I'm Rory Ray. I started out a long time ago with my first book, Have the Relationship You Want, and I kind of stay with that brand. It used to be called How to Turn the Relationship You Have into the Relationship You Want, which is what I did with my own marriage and my own life. Right. And I used everything, yeah, I used everything that I had taught myself and figured out literally to uh, help women. And pretty soon I had following all over the world and uh, I just became enamored of this concept of power that we women have, that we have been covering up our entire lives. You know, been trained to keep our mouths shut, trained to not feel, trained to not express ourselves and how to undo that and start to magnetize men so you have choices rather than what, what most women that I know even though we know what we want somewhere and we know what is good for us and what we'd like to have in the end, we still end up being attracted to the kind of man who isn't going to give that to us. You see that when we watch TV shows and Love is Blind and everything, it's like automatic. And my goal with women everywhere is to undo that, to yeah. undo the choices we are making that aren't serving us in both love and relationship and at work. Oh, I love that. I love that. There's just so many people I think that are just going to really be listening to this episode over and over. So, so why don't we start with what you first talked about? The, this, 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 I don't want to call it an idea because it's so much more than that, but there are so many women who believe that they can't really be who they are. Why do you think that is? That's how we've been trained, isn't it? I mean, look at the whole world. Suppose. I suppose you're right. (laughs) I, I have this. Whole thing called the modern siren. I have a program called the modern siren. Why did I call it siren and everything siren school? Because the ancient legend, Odysseus comes home from the Peloponnese War on his boat and he wants to hear the sirens. They're famous, right? For singing and mesmerizing men passing in the boats and uh, men crash their boats on the rocks. They climb up into the island and the sirens eat them. Mm. Okay. Well, who made that up? For me, men made that up because men are afraid of the power of women. And this is not to, you know, harp on a male, you know, paradigm and all that stuff. I'm just saying that's the truth. Men have run the world for the whole 
world. And I believe that, that our sexuality is frightening to them. Our ability to have children is frightening to them. Our ability to feel is frightening to them. And so we've been taught to hold it all in our entire lives from childhood on. We can cry, but we can't be angry, but we can't cry in the world. Men can. It's all very ridiculous. So I re- redid that story where Odysseus, you know, had his whole crew put wax in, wax in his ears and tie him to the mast so he could, you know, sail by Siren Island, hear them sing, but not get trapped. Well, my story is that you are a siren. You sing your unique song. You play on that island to other women, which is important because we need to treat other women well because we are a power group together. And they crash their boats on the rocks on purpose. They climb up and they live happily ever after with us. Ah. And that is what being a siren is attracting everything to you with your unique song. So you got to be you, right? But we've been trained not to do that. Oh, I like that. Idea is to attract what it is that you want. What do you think some of the biggest feminine superpowers are? Well, first of all, our emotions. And we are taught to ignore them at all costs. So if you're feeling pain and anger, what's the first thing you do? You try and squash it. If you wanted to date and you've had bad luck dating and you want success, you f- you feel from people telling you you need to change yourself. You need to change something. Well, that's ridiculous. You need to be more yourself. And this is what self-care, Allison, self-care is all about. You know, if we don't care for ourselves in a really concrete way, then how do we know what it feels like to be cared for? It's if we don't have time to care for ourselves, to, to do what we want to do with our bodies. Yes. I talk to so many people about this, and this is such a, for lack of a better way to say it, such a crappy false belief to have, right? That that there's yeah. so many women that think it's such a selfish thought to prioritize themselves. What will everybody think? How will everything get done if I don't do it, right? How will I be able? It's, it's not right. You know, it's, it's a selfish thought to think that. I just, I, I can't tell you how many people I talk to who say that. I think it's built into us. I mean, how many women do you know do all the cooking and the cleaning and, you know, take scraps from their husbands? Really take non-affection, take uh, medium value sex, take, take, take less than they want. And so this brings me to um, the, a lot of the techniques and stuff that you can do right now. So if you've been with somebody for a while and it's not going the way you want, what we've been trained to do is to hold it in. And then we can't hold it in any longer. And we go, why did you do that? How come you can't do this? And we end up bossing them around in some way, the way we think that we're supposed to in order to be strong because we have no models other than those masculine models, right? Well, the way you learn to talk to a man is to say, I'm feeling really bad about this. I really want to feel you touch me. I really am here for just hanging out with you. I really needed to hear your voice saying that. And when he says something that doesn't feel good, he say, ouch, that didn't feel good. We've been taught to do not do that at all costs. So we're taught to to... And we're all talk to talk, talk to our kids that way. It doesn't help them and it does not help little boys. We need to find our own feminine energy. And I do not mean being demure. I do not mean being quiet. I mean being truly passionate and feeling. If you feel angry with somebody and something, you don't want it to come out in drama. 
It's a very drama is like not feeling your emotion. You want to come out with, ah, I'm feeling so angry. I feel like I could scream. I could kick something with full power. A man, believe it or not, can hear that. He'll stop in his tracks and go, whoa, what was that? What's, it's very different than telling him he did something wrong that, you know, hurt you. Very different. So I teach women from the beginning and my book is all about the beginning of this. Because if you don't have respect for a man, you're not going to be able to, uh, you're not going to be able to be vulnerable with him. You're not going to trust him. So re- building respect on your side for him, we're going to have to either figure that out or you're going to have to, you know, push him aside and not date him. Because if you really want to be in a relationship that is awesome, you have to have respect for him and he has to have utter and complete adoration for your needs and feelings and wants. And if that's not happening, then you got to start from scratch, which is, I would really feel good if this happened. You yeah. got to start from stopping what I call the complaint and disappointment department, which is, this is not going well. I don't like this. And at work, we do that too. You're not up to snuff. You're not doing this. Instead of saying, I would really like for this to happen. This is what I want. And this is not all areas. As soon as you switch that gear all of a sudden, you're in tune with yourself. You are now in alignment with self-care, right? Because you're talking about what you want instead of what you're not getting. Exactly. And he can hear. He can well, hear and a it. lot of people, if I can just jump in here for a minute, a lot yes. of people perpetually talk about what they don't want, you know, versus what they do want. They'll talk about things like, well, the last time this happened, this is what happened. The last time you said that, this is what happened. And I don't want that to happen again. So I'm so usually when I hear people consistently talking about what they don't want, my first question is, okay, I hear you. Tell me what you really want. What is it you really do want? Right. So I love that you kind of zone in on that. I think that's really important. It's, it's crucial. It's the whole ball game. And I believe that we have been taught and trained to approach things from that. This is going wrong. You're doing this wrong way. Because it's been shown to us by our mothers who were trained before us. It's been shown to us. And also because I was trained to be passive aggressive because my mother could never express herself. It's too scary. Nobody taught her how. Yeah. Yep. So you want to go around the bush. Meanwhile, if I can just provide another avenue here, I fundamentally believe that a lot of people mean well, but they just don't have the skill set to really be able to do it. Um, a lot of people have very good intentions, but they just can't communicate them. So what are some of your best pieces of advice around that? Thank you for that question. So we have many, I have tools. I made up what I call tools. I made them up, you know, hug a, hug a tree and you'll learn how to, how to feel without saying or doing anything that's like tree. Why are you so rough? You know, <laughs> you really, things like that. And, uh, how to handle anxiety simply by a simple motion in yourself, how to track your body that helps you do all this inner work that is so boring and nobody wants to do, but it helps you do it momentarily. So I have a tool called feeling messages. This is not the same as I statements. It's like feeling message. It means I feel all warm out there in the weather. I feel so soft when you touch me. I feel, 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 feel. And nobody wants to talk like that. So we train you and it's, you can probably learn it from my book or many books, but this is hard. And so I tell you to start easy, like talk about the weather. 
I feel all fresh with the clouds up in the air all gone. Oh, the sky feels so blue. You know, it's easy to start that way. Then you learn how to speak to a man or another woman or somebody at work and say, I can really feel this project is going ahead well. And by using the word feel, people hear you in a completely different way. They're not upset because you're not saying, and some people do it this way. I feel you're doing something wrong. Well, that is not a feeling message. You just snuck the word feel in there, but I'm right. feeling uh, all really good. Yes, exactly. I'm feeling. So that is the first tool that I would start using and start practicing with everybody. Women, friends, waiters. I feel like the, the hot dog right here. You're going to feel silly. Yeah. You're going to feel silly. That means you're on the right track. And it doesn't mean you're being a, a silly girl or demure anything. You are starting to honor your feelings, which for me is the first step in honoring yourself. Well, and it's also back to one of your earlier points. You're also showing yourself respect, right? Because if you want other people to respect you, what's really important is that you communicate like you respect yourself. Yes. And I don't think we need respect. I don't think we want, want respect. Respect feels like, oh, I'm a man. No, I we don't want respect. We want subject. You know, it's, 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 it's to your point. We've been taught that it's one way. And that's not to say that we don't want it to be different, but those old programs are really tough to unwind. Yes, they are. And that's why you want to move like one little step ahead. That's why I've trained so many coaches so that you can get a coach to work with you for a month. And before you know it, your life has changed because somebody can see your face or Zoom who knows, you know, and you can tell right away from her that she's not being some masculine uh, know-it-all therapist, she is actually demonstrating for you how to speak, uh, what you're really feeling. So we call that scripting, you know, putting the actual things that you feel into words that you feel able to say, and then you start to learn how to construct it. You practice it, bingo, life changes for you. Yeah, That's, yeah. like a micro habit almost. It's like you're teaching a tiny habit, and then you're starting with like the basics, and then yeah. you're by practicing it. Right. And, and from, you know, to give you a kind of a fitness example, since that's my wheelhouse, it's like you're strengthening a new muscle almost. Yes. Right. I love that. Yes, exactly. You're flexing the power of your emotions. Yeah. And most, most of us put that down. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So, so let me ask you one more question before we get close to wrapping up here. So we've, we've been talking a lot about just like general communication here. And I'm just wondering what other tools that you can offer besides, I love the idea of a feeling message. Is there like anything else that you could add to that? Well, I think it's all unique to you. How do you like to communicate? Some of us are highly sexual. I think it's a huge, huge, huge way to communicate with men. And we're all afraid that we're kind of giving ourselves away in some way. or And that is a really uncomfortable and not fair way for us to see ourselves because I see sex as self-care. I see self as self-expression. But we think that, you know, we should be strategizing stuff. How am I going to tell this man, you know, that I feel this way about this right now, when actually we just say, you know, I, f I really feel so turned on to by you. I feel so connected. And I also feel a little kind of like 
um, uncomfortable and let's tell I know you a little bit better. So I'm not just going to kiss you and I hope to see you again. That is a whole different thing than I'm not ready yet. Or that I'm not ready is okay, actually, but it's different than I have kind of a rule about, yeah. you know, when we're going to have sex. And that actually carries into a lot of things. We're trying to strategize our lives, which is all headspace. And I got to tell you, when we women are in our heads, we lose our power. We yeah. think we're more powerful, but we're right. not. Yeah. I'm I'm thinking about the people out there listening to this and there's just been like many golden nuggets here for people to take away. But I'm I'm thinking about the person out there listening who maybe just needs a little bit of advice as to where they can start today. What do you tell that person? Okay. First of all, love is the big word here. So what do you want? You know, you don't want him to call you. You don't want him to do this or take out the garbage or or do this or do that or make some more money. That's not what you want. You want to feel loved and you want to feel safe and you want to feel taken care of and you want to feel that you can just let go and you want to feel free. That's what you want to focus on. So if you're going to write stuff down, whatever your personality is, And on one side, you write down all the things that you're telling him or that's going around in your head about what you want to change about your life. And instead, work it down to the basic of what you want. I want to make money. I want to feel safe because I want to make money. I want to do things. I want to go places. Not you just a stick in the mud, stay at home. Why don't you take me places? But I really need to feel that. And if, if you can get into that right now, you know, you are going to be able to communicate so yeah. much better and yeah. so much more uniquely you that he's going to be able to hear you and get a coach, get a yeah. coach, find me. It's and awfully hard get a to, It's awfully hard to do any kind of transformative work on your own. You know, it's like what my coach always reminds me. You can't read the label inside the bottle, right? It's no. like we logically know, you know, for the front part of our brain, that's so good at that. Like saying, you know what? I'm just not really that good at this. And that's where when we have an expert, someone like you to mentor someone to make, you know, a big change in helping you communicate better, which, you know, I think you can read a bunch of books and listen to a bunch of podcasts and try to do it all on your own, but it's probably not going to make as big of a change as working with an expert. That was lovely. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I mean, as, as, as a coach, that's what I always say too. You know, I think we have to be very mindful that we're walking the same walk that we're asking people to do, right? Exactly. And it's important to have somebody hold your hand when you're trying to cross a bridge that no, nobody you know is able to. Yeah. You, you want somebody you can trust and you want to experience yeah. non-judgment, you yeah. know, which is you want to experience on judgment and you want some, you want some assignments, you know, something you could try, a tool, something. Well, and I love how you just made that so simple for everybody listening. It's like, think about what you really want, write down the things that you really want and like practice. What does it feel like to actually have those things and start there? You know, it it doesn't have to be anything major like, oh, I want to go on a nice trip to the Riviera. I'm just making that up. But I'm just saying it doesn't have to be something like that big. It can be something really small. Like, you know what? I just, I would really love to have just a quiet night at home. I would really love to do this or whatever, right? But just keep it very basic and focus on the feeling that you want rather than the feeling that you don't want. That's that's exactly it. And focus on the big ticket items. Yeah. Like you what? know, not not the momentary occasion. Uh 
things change, things are tough in, in the moment often. Try to stick with, I, I want to feel peaceful inside myself. Uh-huh. I want to feel safe with somebody I'm in the room with. Uh, right now, I just feel the need to shut out the world and be solitary. I really just want to watch that TV show. <laughs> Is what yeah. I want to. I want to have fun. I want to feel real. I just want to lay and be myself. Well, what does that mean? That means yeah. I don't most of the time. So of course you're unhappy. So look at the whole panoply. This is where we decide, especially if we're, you know, like in our forties or fifties. That's a turnaround place. Seventies. Yeah. Yeah. It's like this is where all of a sudden I want a different career. This is where all of a sudden I want to do something completely different. I want to quit what I'm doing and just go to Europe and live. Uh, this is the stuff you want to explore from your, you know, the, a space. And yeah. we don't give ourselves enough space to do anything for ourselves, much less really ponder the big yeah. questions like, do I really want to go to work at that place every morning? Or yeah. do I, as, as Allison said, well, do I want to be a coach? Do I want to have my own business? Do I want to sell uh, beads yeah. in, a, in a store? What what do I love? What do I like? Now is the time really to give yourself time to and permission to think to think about that more. Because the more you think about it, okay, the more you're going to give yourself permission to actually explore it. You know, so you you got to start somewhere. You got to start somewhere, and please know that there are going to be parts of your brain that are going to fight you back. Oh yeah. Oh, I wanted, I want to do this. And as soon as you imagine how it would feel to have it, you're going to feel guilty, bad, horrible, terrible. You don't work. You're not worthwhile. You yourself is going to throw yourself back in the face. So here's my last tool. Fall in love with it. If you Uh have voices in your head that are screaming at you about what a terrible person you are, which is natural for every one of us, just go, Oh, I love you. Part of myself that just said I was terrible. I love you. Part of myself. Oh, I can hear how upset you are. Oh, my goodness. And I still really want that. And you keep what I call riffing is one of my tools through that. And you will be shocked yeah. where you land. I, I, I love how simple that is. It's like, you know, we, we hear all about trust the process, understand the process is where the growth is and all that. And that's kind of speaking to the logical part of our brain. But I love the idea of just simply just loving yourself in spite of you know, where you think your weaknesses are. Because, you know, the last time I checked, nobody's perfect. <laughs> and how about even, you know, forget about in spite of, how about because of? Yeah. About, oh, I love you yeah. because you're like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. you end up laughing. And Perfectly imperfect, right? Yes. This is what we've got is ourselves. Yeah. 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 No, I love it. I love it. Where can people connect with you, Rory? Oh, yes. Uh, go to coachrory.com. C-I-C-H-Rory.com. There's tons of stuff on there. You can find my coach training. Hardly anybody knows I've been doing that for 10 years, training coaches. A lot of the coaches you see out there have been studying with me. And and find yourself a coach. Find yourself a little program. We have all kinds of books and small live programs where you can kind of find out how you can activate and discover and and really wield the power of your feminine energy and what that really means. And maybe we could talk about that another time, Allison. Okay, fantastic. We'll have to have you back. Thank you so much for making time to talk with me today. Thank you. Absolutely. And folks out there listening, if what we have talked about today has piqued your interest or your curiosity, and you would like to connect with Coach Rory, 
please do so at her website, which is listed in the show notes, coachrory.com. You can find information about her books, courses, her coaching program. If you're a coach and you're wanting to add to your skill set, if you think this would be beneficial for you, then you definitely want to connect with Rory. So you can find all of that in the show notes. And on that note, if this episode has been really helpful for you or inspiring, um, if you've enjoyed it to the point where you really feel like you want to share this with a friend or a colleague who you think really needs to hear it, please copy and bookmark this link and do that. Send it to them as a free gift from me. Or if you like, you can connect with me on my site, www.theallisonk.com, and I will do it for you or someone on my team will be glad to do that for you. This is why our show is consistently ranked high throughout the world and why we reach so many people on a weekly basis. It's because of people like you who simply just subscribe, share, download, write us a review if you feel so inclined. Um, because we are here to make sure that you get the best possible information, not just that, but that you feel like you're part of something bigger than yourself. That's really why I started this show and why we've created a movement um, all around the world and multiple countries, um, because this is a topic that we really need to talk about. And communication and being able to understand your communication style is definitely ranks up up there. So this is Allison Katzkowski. Please know how grateful I am for all of your support for each and every one of you. Um, and how much I appreciate each and every one of you. This is Allison Katzkowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You're one step closer to living your ultimate life, so make it a good one.